Ghosts of Mortis. Ooh, it's a special Halloween episode. Oh, Christmas episode. <laughs> oh, right. Happy whatever holiday it is. The Ghosts of Christmas. Ghosts of Chris of Mortis past. Yeah, yeah. I just said that on the last one. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> With Cody. It's always. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, they're all Halloween episodes. Because Cody was doing the Santa voice for some reason. So. Santa voice. <laughs> That made you say it was a Halloween episode? No, and then because it was Witches of the Mist or something, one of those yeah, things. Yeah, sure. Yep, and so this one this one is too. We can, yeah. <laughs> okay. Back to Star Wars Total Rewatch. The Clone Wars, Season 3, Episode 17, Ghosts of Mortis. So yeah, this is the conclusion to the Mortis trilogy Mm -hmm. with the mysterious and still I don't quite understand what was happening in these episodes, but with the the characters that are like force embodiments of some sort. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, in this one, Anakin sees his future as Darth Vader in some capacity. Yeah. Well, the son is trying to take control of Anakin. So he shows him his future. Yes. But then the father immediately erases that knowledge. (laughs) Because you can't have that. It's cool for him to see it, but obviously he can't know that already yeah so anakin's back to normal and then uh the father and the son die so the balance of the force is left up to anakin presumably yeah i guess so (laughs) i mean like having all three of those characters dead now at least as far as we can tell does that just sort of do they cancel each other out is everything still balanced now that's what i mean i I think now balance rests in the hands of the people of the galaxy. So this is sort of a social commentary. Power in the hands of everyday citizens. Anarchy. Uh, <laughs> no, um, it's not any of that. <laughs> no. It is like, if your leaders are killed or overthrown, will the world descend into chaos? Probably not. I think people will figure things out before they kill each other at least i hope so well what they'll do is they'll start new new governments yeah yeah without even meaning to i think that's how that happens lord of the flies i never read it but i assume it's about government (laughs) sure well like the quote at the beginning is is actually a little relevant to this one i'd say about um changing or trying to change fate. What was he it? He who seeks to control fate. He who seeks to control fate shall never find peace. Yeah, I mean, we can get into, I guess, Anakin's experience. That's what the moral is kind of pointing to. Because yeah. when he sees what he will become... What the, will you the, become? Man, that line didn't even go in the movie. Oh, <laughs> what a great line for... Not being in the movie. What a great line for a Star Wars trailer. Was that really only in the trailer? Yeah. Look up uh, the things in the Rogue One trailer that were left out of the movie. It's very interesting. Um, 
But right, when Anakin sees who he will be, then that makes him decide to join the sun because then he can control his fate. Well, that's like the reason he becomes Darth Vader anyway, is trying to control everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having visions of the future is never a good thing, I guess. I don't understand um, how joining with the dark side character is gonna somehow, he thinks that's gonna keep him from becoming a bad guy. I think it's, um, he sees that in order to control things, you just have to have the most power, not necessarily good or bad. I think so, yeah. It's just because he thinks that side is the most powerful, and he thinks that'll give him the most control over it. He doesn't see how this stuff really works. But he doesn't, I don't think he realizes how much the dark side would influence him. Mm. It's, It's always like... Like, the Sith see this power, and they they want that power, you know? They want to have it for themselves. Mm -hmm. But they never really have it. More like, it controls them, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's how it always ends up. They're they're naive to think that they can control that kind of power. Mm. So, yeah, I guess Anakin falls for it twice. Maybe this is just a foreshadowing. (laughs) Anakin under the sway of the dark side in this episode basically feels to me like the same Anakin that we see in episode three under the sway of the dark side. Yeah. And uh, it made me think about these characters and is, you know, to what degree are they personifications of the, the force or the sides of the force? But I don't know. Cause it felt to me like, well, okay, he falls under this guy's sway and later he falls under the, you know, Palpatine's sway, but it's sort of like, it's not really, this character that's doing it it's it's well it's the dark side and when he's under the dark side that's what he does yeah that's what he's like you've said that before where it's like when he's under the influence of the dark side that's when he becomes darth vader who is a very different person to anakin yeah then at the end of return of the jedi uh he really does become anakin again he's not darth vader anymore Right. At the very end. Yeah. It's like they're almost like they're two different people. So Ahsoka's repairing the ship, apparently. Oh, Ahsoka looks like Hondo with those goggles. Oh, on. yeah, yeah. They are like Hondo goggles. But apparently she knows how to do this. I didn't realize. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that that's her a character trait. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good point. She she is a mechanic secretly. We didn't know. I didn't know that. No. I'm trying to think if... Uh, I think we'd maybe see her do some repair stuff again. That's what I was trying to think. I, there might have been like one case, but I couldn't remember. Not something that comes up real frequently. Right. Yeah, that's like what she's doing for most of this episode. Yeah. She's like fixing the ship, and then Obi-Wan tells her to break the no, ship. No, actually, we can't let them take it. Yeah. Break it again. What? They just finished it. fixing it. Um, Anakin sees Qui-Gon as well. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Qui-Gon Force Ghost is still hanging around here. Mm-hmm. And he's just telling Anakin, he doesn't really tell Anakin what to do, but he just says, um, Anakin says, well, what do I do, this or this? And Qui-Gon says, neither. you don't have to just do one of those things. Like, look deeper. There's there's a better answer here. There's a better path than what you're thinking about. Right. Well, he says, do I kill him or join him? Is that what he said? I think essentially that's what he's asking. And Qui-Gon's like, those aren't your only options. Right. It's like, well... Maybe it's better if you do nothing, because that 
maintains balance. Don't do anything. <laughs> right. Just neutrality. Right? Isn't that like uh, the definition of balance? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I'm thinking about all the different sort of messages that they're getting from Qui-Gon and or other yeah. figures. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Do any of them really do any of the things that these characters, these people are telling them to? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I mean, Qui-Gon shows up to Obi-Wan and to Anakin, and do either of them, like, listen to what he's saying? They both sort of seem to be like, oh, uh, nice talking to you. I gotta go take care of this problem over on this other side of the planet now. I know. Did it have much significance there? I think it would if they really tried to listen to him and sure. <laughs> take his take his words to heart. Meditating. Yeah. I don't know, but they... They don't do that, and Obi-Wan should do that, but right. he's he's kind of quick to rush off into these situations, too. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I think everybody's doing the wrong thing here. The father tells Obi-Wan that Anakin went to confront the son, I guess. And Obi-Wan's like, well, I'm going to go after him. He's like, well, no, no, don't do that. Like, he needs to mm-hmm. <laughs> figure it out on his own. <laughs> Which he doesn't, so I mean, I don't know. Well, I don't know if this mattered. You know, no, actually, okay. I did, I liked that part, Obi-Wan's response to that. Um, well, the, the father says, you're not supposed to interfere. And Obi-Wan says, hey, like, are you telling me the Force doesn't want me to? Right. Because, like, if Ahsoka and I weren't supposed to interfere, it wouldn't have brought us all here. Right. right? It would have just brought Anakin. Right. That, to me, was a good point. And, and that, I think... Even this father character, he sees things through his own lens, too, you know? He says, well, no, Anakin has to face this test alone, basically. Yeah. But sometimes you don't have to face things alone. Having your friends around you is a very important factor in what kind of a person you become. You know, the people around you. I thought about the Tartakovsky Clone Wars. Yeah. And there's that part when Anakin is doing his little... Yeah trial and i was like right right there are things that he does need to face on his own hmm. well hopefully <laughs> <laughs> oh you hope so that's the idea so in some ways it's like okay yeah this would be a really good test of for anakin you know if he can overcome this then i don't think he would fall to the dark side like that that would be pretty good yeah i feel like that's an interesting proposition but Anakin doesn't really even have to wrestle with it because he just is immediately taken over by the sun. So, whatever. I think maybe more so what happened here is just the sun cheated and showed him the future, which he wasn't supposed to be doing. Maybe. Not playing fair, I don't know. Well, yeah, no, he said he something about um, he broke the rules of time, didn't he? Yeah. Father say that? Yeah. Well, to bring in another franchise, it made me think a little bit of uh, Lord of the Rings, where, like, Sauron is showing, showing Saruman stuff. Oh. Like, actual things that are happening, but it's like he's showing it to you through the perspective he wants you to see it through. Right. So, like, the son probably is showing him real things are going to happen, but it's like, no, you present it in this way, and he'll only see it. Just the bad things, yeah. Right, yeah. Where if you if you see things uh, in maybe a bigger picture, you'll have a more true, I don't know. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. But uh, you do get some little flash-forwards of uh, 
bunch of little things. Yeah, I wanted to mention that because it, it's it's interesting or kind of kind of fun. Just see some things in the smoke, some visions of the future. But it's like some scenes from the movies <laughs> done in animation. Yeah, you get a little bit of uh, at least dialogue from Obi Wan and Anakin's fight. You see their fight in episode three, and you see Alderaan getting destroyed. Yeah. And uh, all topped off with a little billowy smoke version of the Darth Vader helmet going past him. Yeah. We get the Darth Vader theme playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Can't leave that out. Nice. Just a a brief bit of the Darth Vader theme playing. Also, there's a lot of, like, little figures in the back toward the end, and I couldn't tell what they were. Yeah. Was it some of the characters we already saw, but just smaller? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. They've, there's probably some meaning behind it all, but it's really hard to see. Um, So the, the father stabs himself because I guess their power is tied together somehow. Mm-hmm. But then the son is all sad about this. I'm not sure why wasn't. He going to right where wasn't that what he was trying to do? Yeah, last time he was about to stab him himself. Right, would that have made a difference? I mean, the daughter was still alive at that time, and there was oh she had power, so maybe maybe that would have been all right. It would have been too much light side in the world then. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I liked that the father disappears when he dies, just like some other Jedi we've yeah. seen. But the son and the daughter did not. Well, not all the Jedi do in movies either. No, I know, but but it makes me, I guess, wonder what these beings are again. Hmm. Uh, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, did that happen in any of the prequels? They disappeared. I don't think it. No. I don't think we've seen that happen since uh, the original series. So I don't know what that means. Okay. And I mean, I, again, I feel like I'm saying that for like this whole ending sequence, too. There's a bunch of cool looking stuff happening. It's like the planet is bursting into light or something. It's like right after that character dies, the father, right? Yeah. It's like whatever world they were in bursts into some kind of glorious light and <laughs> we don't see it anymore. And they're back. They wake up on in their space. Ship. Yeah, where they started. Yeah. I don't know what any of it means. They were only gone. Well, and apparently it took no time at all. Right, Rex right. is there waiting for him like, oh, there you are. There you are. They were outside of time. We were looking for you for a few minutes. It's like a Star Trek episode. <laughs> he, said, he said that on, before. They flew into a strange structure and it was some kind of time vortex. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh it, yeah, uh, interesting stuff. Uh, again, I mean, I keep saying I don't understand it all, but it's interesting to see and to try to figure out. Oh, yeah. I'm all for that. More weird Star Wars stuff, please. <laughs> yeah, I, it's interesting. I'm not sure how I necessarily connect it to anything else in Star Wars going forward. There isn't some huge shift in the way the universe operates after this. It feels like there's supposed to be. Eh. Like, I don't I don't know if there really is, but like the, the feeling I get from these episodes is like big things are happening and they're telling me all kinds of big things about how the force works, but I'm not really like 
as far as specifics go, I don't really know quite what to take away from it. Yeah. Well, and they can't really do stuff like that in this show. Yeah, I don't know. Because of the timeline is already set by the movies. I don't know. So I guess the result of them all dying is that balance will continue yeah. in other ways. And uh, Anakin forgot about his future, so things will continue to play out as we have seen. Well, <laughs> well that part, yes. For storytelling reasons, yeah. he has to immediately forget all of it. It's not like he forgot everything. They all remembered being there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just forgot that part that he was shown his, his future. Yeah. But I, I think uh, his own understanding of himself being the chosen one has changed significantly, right? Right. So that is interesting. And how that affects things is hard to define, but... Gonna get a pretty lofty ego, I think. <laughs> well, he might have already had that. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, so there there you go, um, Mortis. And next time is the Citadel. We'll see what that's all about. It's a wrap. Yes, it is. A Star Wars wrap. Listen now, everybody, I've got to... <laughs> uh, I, I'm not going to try to do a Star Wars wrap. Sorry. Let's just end this very, very quickly before you start to make up a rap song. <laughs> Thank you.